Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. In our first episode for 2024, we cover Tucker versus Ben, 2024 predictions, Iowa caucus, and problems with Vivek and Trump. Tucker Carlson and Ben Shapiro have been engaged in a spat about national priorities. Tucker is against dealing with international issues until we get our domestic house in order, Ukraine and Hamas. Ben is for the war in Ukraine, but wants accountability for spending and a quick negotiated settlement. Ben advocates for Israel and U.S. moral support for Israel, so Hamas can be destroyed and a lasting solution can be brokered for Israel and Gaza. He doesn't advocate for boots on the ground in either situation. The pushback for Hamas politically, both nationally and internationally, has been substantial. They clearly have the mainstream media on their side. Tucker criticizes Ben for being anti-American. Ben criticizes Tucker for being anti-Israel and anti-Semitic. They are falling into the trap of identity politics. That is when conclusions take over or any fruits of the arguments to be had are left to wither. Looking at Tucker, he did agree with ceasefires that would have helped Hamas and either did not or was very weak at condemning anti-Semitic speech. He argued it was free speech, but many of those words were on campus where ethnic slurs are regulated and enforced for other ethnicities. He wants no American involvement at all. Yet Hamas killed Americans and took one to two dozen American hostages. He then calls Ben anti-American, while he literally gives the middle finger to American hostages. Tucker also wants America out of Ukraine. This is short-sighted. If we hand over Ukraine to Russia, we will never ever convince any other nation on earth to give up nuclear weapons and to abandon their nuclear programs. Tucker would like to use that money to fight the fentanyl problem. Now that reminds me of the war on drugs. Does anybody remember how that went? The drug business exploded like never before, and we lost a couple of civil liberties along the way. It's the kind of success that kills you. Deep down, Tucker is anti-war. Despite his very pro-American attitudes and values, he doesn't think the U.S. should lead the world, that we should somehow appease our enemies. No nation is an island unto itself, and leadership has to be fought for and won, and most importantly, exercised. Looking at Ben, he is passionate about Israel and their cause. That doesn't make him anti-American. Given the atrocity, that makes him decent. He has made no call for boots on the ground by the U.S. He has made no call for boots on the ground in Ukraine. The main criticism from Tucker and Candace are that he is letting his motions get the better of him. No matter how emotional he has gotten, I haven't seen and no one has pointed to any specific statement that was wrong or controversial. So why would they say that? Are they trying to shut him up? I really don't know any other way to explain it. If you know the statement they are referring to, please let me know. And now some predictions for 2024. We find out who the invisible man is that Joe Biden shakes hands with after speeches. Two more states will take Trump off the ballot by January 31st. Conservatives will yet again miss the opportunity to troll the January 6th insurrection on its anniversary. Note to self, that has already come and gone, and it came true yet again. And SCOTUS may not take 
Trump's name uh, removal from primary ballots. And they would maybe cite that it's a state's right or that they will say they have the right, but they cannot use a certain reason, such as insurrection, since that's probably relegated to a federal jurisdiction and not a state jurisdiction. And moving on, Trump won the Iowa caucus going away. News called it for Trump before all polls closed and even before some polls opened. This is extremely bad election meddling and should be prosecuted. Next came DeSantis, followed closely by Haley and Vivek a distant fourth. DeSantis just recently ended his campaign. However, Vivek withdrew his campaign immediately after the Iowa caucus and promptly endorsed Trump, which is like announcing you're going to shove your head up his ass while your head is up his ass. This brings me to the issues I have with Vivek and Trump. The only thing I hate worse than an ass kisser is the person who likes having his ass kissed. And that is no better personified than Vivek and Trump. The other main issue is that Vivek purports to be a truth teller, and he and Trump were the only ones in the presidential primary. What he is and Trump is are lie detectors. Calling out lies and inserting your narrative or your audience's favorite conspiracy theory isn't the truth. Pandering to your audience is not seeking the truth. It is manifesting a con. The only saving grace for Trump so far is that Biden and the deep state have been trying to destroy Trump with lies when he is very vulnerable to the truth. This is especially true with COVID and the vaccines. Economically, his GDP growth rate numbers are unremarkable with 2.9% being the highest and minus 2.8% being the lowest. The highest for W. Bush were 3.5% and 3.9%, with the financial meltdown being minus 2.6%. I wonder how what Trump would think of W. Bush kicking his ass, economically speaking. You know that'd kill him. And Biden's highest is 5.9%. Whatever good Trump did for jobs earlier in his presidency, he threw them away with his COVID response. He didn't put the economy into an artificial coma. He gave the American economy both middle fingers and said, you're fired, and put it into a real coma. You can't have it both ways. If Biden is only recovering jobs and not creating jobs, then Trump destroyed jobs. The only saving grace for Trump is how untouchable the truth seems to be. And as we all know, the truth has no place in politics. For Senequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.